0: Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. Today, we have CT Culp with Fully Managed Websites. Welcome. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great to have you on the show. So uh, before we get into what you do, let's learn a little bit more about who you are, You know, kind of your backstory, where you grow up, uh, what are you enjoying doing in your, your spare time?
1: Sure. So grown up, born and raised here, uh, southeast Wisconsin, uh, but I'm I'm actually a Seattle Seahawks fan, so. Uh, oh no! Boo. <laughs> yeah, I always get a uh, good reaction to that one. But uh, yeah, born and raised here. I uh, went to school uh, up at UW-Oshkosh, and uh, always was kind of interested in the web side of things my whole life. And uh, went to college for radio, TV, film. Uh, I actually minored in journalism, so I really enjoyed the radio side of things, and then uh, writing. Uh, And then as I got deeper uh, into my college career, decided that radio wasn't really the direction I saw for myself as a career and uh, then transitioned to more social media and uh, web design. And then my father had an opening at his advertising agency. And uh, so I was on board with him uh, for five years, just kind of learning everything uh, web-wise before I started my own business.
0: Very cool. Sounds like you've been quite through a, or quite through a lot of different things. So tell us what you do at a Fully Managed Website.
1: Yeah, so a fully managed website, I work in two phases. So phase one, I design the website. Uh, I create all my websites in WordPress. And so it's built for the now uh, and the future, as it powers 30% of all websites in existence today. Um, We're going to optimize that for all devices, make it as easy easy as possible for any user to navigate. I'm really just trying to streamline the process uh, for... Your visitors, but in turn, that's going to streamline the process uh, for your business. Uh, and then phase two is I'll manage that website and everything that comes with it. Um, so hosting, security, uh, making sure the website's always up, uh, making sure the the bad guys stay out, uh, making sure that all the contact forms on your website are actually delivered. Uh, there's nothing worse than two months goes by and realizing that you have no contact forms because something technical has broke and you have no idea why. But uh, yeah, that that can be an issue. So um, just all different aspects of managing the website that you as business owner don't want to worry about. Um, and I'll take that off your plate.
0: And you, do you have a specific niche of who you're working with or just about anybody?
1: So uh, technically I can create a website for anybody, anybody, any niche, uh, any industry, um, but where I am trying to focus, uh, right now is on the fitness industry. So kind of marrying my personal passion for fitness, uh, with my web expertise, it's a real, uh, there. And, uh, and I love that. And so personal trainers, gym owners, yoga studios, uh, Pilates studios, that sort of thing. Very cool. So,
0: so, so what led you becoming a web developer? What led into that?
1: So when about six months before I graduated uh, college, my dad hired a head web guy uh, at his agency and at the time they had five websites uh, and that was it. And my dad said, okay, we're either going to hire somebody to, to make these websites you know, profitable and, uh, you know, and seen, um, by the user, you know, when you're searching, when you're searching in Google and that sort of thing, um, were we're either going to do websites right, or we're just not going to do them at all. And, uh, John, my manager was, was getting bogged down and, um, he needed an assistant. And so my dad offered me a job there. Uh, and for my whole life, I had no interest in ever working for him, uh, because I was so into the sports angle. I thought, well, advertising agency really has nothing to do with, with, you know, that kind of sports career path. And, uh, but I took it and just, you know, absorbed and learned everything I could. Uh, and then through that, um, process, I was like, you know what, I would love to do this, uh, for myself and, and you know, start my own business and, um, you know, be able to, to do things the way that I want to do it, uh, you know, from the start.
0: That's cool. So what has been some of like your biggest, like, you know, upsets or challenges on that journey of, of getting to where you're at now? And then, you know, some of those, and, and how did you
1: get over them? I think first of all, uh, when you go into business, you are, you know what you're good at. And so when you're going into business, you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to do X, you know, for all of all of existence of all time. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a website designer. I'm just going to design websites all day. Um, the sun can go up, the sun can go down. I won't know because I'm, you know, I'm in the zone. I'm in the flow. Um, and enjoy that but as a business owner uh, you quickly realize that you have to you have a, a bunch of other responsibilities um, and different things that you need to take care of you know from accounting um, to marketing prospecting sales um, all that kind of stuff and at the start of it I was just general web guy and so hey I can build a website for anybody and then about eight to ten months went by and I'm like I have to niche down uh, and I listened to a podcast kind of about that subject and what I had, what I took away from it was, instead of slowly niching down over two years, um, the guy that was being interviewed said I would just go 150 percent all in uh, right away. And so when I heard that, it took me about a month. Uh, but after I heard that, I'm like, that's it. I'm going all in. Uh, and then went went to the you know dove into the fitness niche at first. And um, if it's not going to work out, yeah, I can pivot whatever. I don't need to be uh, married to this all for all of existence. But just to be able to. I uh, have something that I can kind of be the expert, um, you know, an industry that I can be the expert, you know, web guy in um, versus just uh, it's, it's, it's limitless. Otherwise, if I'm just general.
0: If you could go back in the beginning of when you started this, uh, what what would you change? I mean, if there's something in there, you know, what would what would you do differently?
1: I would say uh, I would take this from a personal note and just uh, at. at as young of age as possible, figure out your why and your, and your purpose and your philosophy. Um, the sooner that you can determine that for yourself, uh, then I think things really start to take off. And so uh, for a lot of my life, I was just kind of going with the flow. Um, but once I got into the personal development space uh, and really kind of or dug you know, into myself um, deeper and kind of what makes me tick, um, then everything kind of falls into place. So what did you do
0: for personal development that really helped you out?
1: It's uh, so a couple things that kind of got me started uh, was a podcast called Finding Mastery. Uh, it's a sports psychologist, Michael Gervais. Um, he's a sports psychologist for the Seahawks, actually. Um, just really dove into his work. Um, there's a book by Pete Carroll, head uh, coach of the Seahawks, called Win Forever. Um, that was also pretty big for me. I'm just kind of talking about philosophy, and so Pete's just... Pete's all about knowing your philosophy and his is obviously to always compete. And that doesn't mean that it has to be mine or yours. Um, but he knows it and he, you know, he believes in it, he embodies it. Um, and so to be able to have something like that, that, um, you know, is what you're all about, that you can, you know, have a driving force, uh, in your life. Uh, it really, uh, it's, it's huge, uh, and, uh, will help you in all facets of your life. That's really cool. You, you really, truly are a Seahawks fan. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, bu- but, but VN, uh, you know, that's cool. I mean, I do that because, like, there's a lot of uh, like quotes and books and, and references that I've had over the past, well, for the Packers and Lombardi and and a lot of things that they do. You know, I'm I'm right there, Richie. That's really cool.
1: But I would say that uh, I always talk about Pete Carroll, and I kind of get the, uh, well, he did X Y Z at, um, uh, you know, he was at USC, and. Uh, and he kind of went to the Seahawks as a way to, to, to get away from that those distractions. But um, to me, it has nothing to do with that. It's 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 me. Or to me, it's you know Pete Carroll as a person and um, what he believes in, and that's helped me tremendously. Uh, and so it really has nothing to do with football. He brought us our first uh, Super Bowl, obviously, and uh, we'll be ingrained to him for that. Uh, but from my standpoint, it's all about uh, life uh, and not really about uh, sports.
0: Cool, cool. What are three to five things? you feel a potential client should know about you and your services and your website that, you know, that makes you stand out from everybody else.
1: Sure. I'll tell you this from a couple of different angles. One, um, from kind of what makes me different is I'm going to give you that personalized, uh, service all the way through. So instead of, uh, creating your website and handing it off to you, and now you have to do everything that you have no idea about and you don't want to mess with, I, I got you. Um, and from, uh, You know, ongoing support angle. Say you have a website at a big box provider, let's just say a GoDaddy um, type. Everybody knows GoDaddy you're going to call into their support and you're they're they're not they're not going to know who you are um, they're not going to know your website um, or anything anything about your business and so my whole goal is because i designed the site now i can um, manage secure support and update it a thousand times quicker and so just giving that that service all the way through um and there to grow with you maybe we start with just a simple one page website um, just to get you up and running And then, you know, a year or two goes by, and now it's a 5, 10, 20-page website, and I I can help you in those uh, transitions. Um, Two things from a website standpoint is, I would say, to personalize the website as much as possible. So, personalize it to you, to your staff, um, to your business. Um, to me, that really stands out. And that's something that's going to stand out, I think, in the next two, three, five years um, are the businesses that are doing that the right way um, versus just, um, you know, hey, here's my services, hire me. Um, There's something to that where people want to learn more about you and, and kind of tie in on an emotional level, um, versus just a, a static, um, you know, generic kind of copy and, and imagery. Uh, and then the, the other thing I would say is, uh, testimonials, that video testimonials are huge. And I always say that, uh, for every one video testimonial that you can, that you can get, so that could just be a 30 second, um, you, uh, you know, 30 second video of uh, of a customer talking about how much they love your service. That's worth 50 written testimonials in this day and age.
0: Very cool. That's some good stuff that you just showed, shared with us right now. All right, so let's go back to the time machine when we thought, wow, I'm making a difference. This really means something to me. Tell me a story of something either personal or business-wise that you were just like blown away.
1: Sure. So uh, the story with my dad uh, is that Uh, In 2016, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor and uh, passed away two months later. And so that perspective uh, and and life is huge and kind of guides me uh, as I move forward. And one of the big, uh, I don't want to say aha moments, but uh, one of the the times that I really uh, realized that that was making a difference in in others' lives was for me to be able to get that story out there, Um, and I shared it on LinkedIn, and uh, somebody across country, message uh, messaged me and we actually got on a phone chat or a phone call and he was just we probably talked for 20 minutes and just I was kind of going through my story, he was talking about his. Um and he probably told me 5 6 times and that just how much he needed to read that. I wrote a post um that kind of details out that story that you can find uh, on my website and uh he was just saying how important that was and they needed to hear it um, and how how much that impacted him. And that's kind of my goal uh, long-term is to be able to get that story out there more um, and impact more people.
0: Very nice. Very, very uh, courageous to be able to share that out with you. So are there any day-to-day practices that have contributed to your success?
1: One thing that I do, I guess I would say daily and then I'll I'll share one thing weekly Um, daily is I use something called the five minute journal. And so kind of like a, a gratitude practice,
0: did you get that from Tim Ferriss? Yeah. All right.
1: Tim Ferriss is the man. Yep. And uh, so I do that. That's that's something that you do, you know, three, four, five minutes in the morning, um, a couple minutes before you go to bed. And it really kind of, one, it sets the, sets the stage for the day, but then kind of closes it uh, nicely as well and just kind of keeps things in perspective. And then uh, secondly, from the, from the weekly aspect, I would say uh, a reflection. So I learned this from Brendan Burchard, high performance expert, and uh, he has- he does this weekly as well as monthly, um, has a bunch of different reflections, but he just calls this as it's his Sunday reflection. And so, um, I took that concept and then kind of made it my own. So I'll go over like three wins for the uh, week. Um, you know, favored um, times, high points, whatever it might be. Um, three areas. If I was coaching myself, I'm um, kind of taking the 30,000 foot view um, and, and kind of looking down and what would I improve? Uh, what would I do, th- do, th- do differently? Um, just areas in my life that I can be better. So three wins, uh, three coaching and then uh, three decisions for the following week that can uh, take you to the next level. And so maybe those are the coaching opportunities and how you can uh, improve on those in the next week, or it could be something uh, completely different, but just kind of the three, three, three 3 uh, works well. And uh, I've only been doing it for a couple months, but enjoy it, and I definitely think it, uh, it it helps a lot. It makes an impact.
0: That's cool. Those are some really cool things, too. So do you listen to Tim Ferriss quite a bit, or is it something that you just picked up on?
1: No, yeah, I love Tim Ferriss. Uh, he wa- his book was it uh, the Four Hour Work Week was like yep. the first one I read. Um, so before I started my own business, I was freelancing on the side for about a year, and uh, his that was that was the first book. And then just try to kind of learn as much as I could, um, and to try to lessen that learning curve as much as I could um, before I fully went on my own. And um, Tim has been a huge influence in my life.
0: That's very cool. I, I love him. We'll talk about him a little bit later as well. To um, All right, over there. get this out of the way. And let's see here. Is there any book, quote, or resource that has guided you through this whole process of starting up a business?
1: I'll go with uh, Tim Ferriss' angle. So this was passed down. I forget uh, who said it, but I learned from him. Is the quote or the saying, I would say uh, growing or dying. So at all times, you're either growing or you're dying. Uh, you're either moving forward uh, or you're not. And so I use that uh, from a personal development angle, uh, I guess, whether that's personally or professionally, uh, that every day you want to you want to grow uh, and move ahead.
0: Very nice, very nice. Um, if you could give someone advice getting started in what you're doing as, as a very niche area, what nuggets would you pass on?
1: I would say to think about how you can niche down twice. So instead of just, hey, I'm a personal trainer, uh, you know that helps people lose weight or gain gain muscle. Um, you know I'm a personal trainer that helps. You know busy uh, moms to be or uh, you know uh, you know lose weight after pregnancy. The, the post you know natal uh, kind of niche. That's the industry in and of itself. But you're trying to to, to niche things down so. Um, then you can target those specific uh, ladies or men whatever your niche might be uh, more specifically versus just hey I help people lose weight or, or gain muscle uh, it's so um, it's such a big pool that you can't really market to that
0: yeah so vague that's vague, what, we, yeah. what we call it like uh, uh, we look for our avatar our perfect uh, avatar for our listener and a guest on the show mm-hmm. so and I, I do that in all parts of my businesses and stuff like that is', is fine who is that person so that that's very good advice. What is something right now that's really got you fired up about the future?
1: It's really just kind of see where this goes. I have a lot of uh, goals and aspirations um, as I grow this business and other uh, ventures that I plan to be a part of. And so just uh, to kind of keep growing, keep learning, um, keep pushing ahead, and uh, it'll be really exciting to see where things go in the next couple of years.
0: What type of individuals are you looking to connect with so that if someone's listening and they can reach out to you? I mean, who are you looking to connect with?
1: I mean, I would love um, different influences, influencers in the health, fitness, um, you know, wellness space. Um, really, I really, I love talking to entrepreneurs. So, uh, you know, entrepreneur of, of any kind of business, um, I love it. So, so please reach out and let's chat and, you know, see if there's any way for us to help each other. I'm all about that. My dad built uh, his agency on relationships, and that's exactly the approach that I am, plan to take and am taking as I'm growing it.
0: Very good, very good. So, how to how do the listeners get in contact with you? Whether it be a website, social media, you know, how do you want them to, uh, to reach out to you?
1: Sure, uh, the easiest thing probably go to, to be. Would be to go to my website, uh, C T cup, that's K A U P com. I have a 27 point website checklist on there. Um, it is geared towards uh, fitness professionals. Uh, but that's really just kind of from a marketing standpoint, all of the tips and tricks that I offer in there would be applicable to really any kind of service area business. And, um, I'm on social on all the different platforms and probably most active on uh, Instagram and that's uh, CT underscore cope. Um, same thing as Twitter. Um, but at Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, you can find me on all the different, uh, social platforms.
0: Very cool. So let's have some fun. We're going to get into some rapid fire questions. So this is just fun part of the show. And before we get into that, uh, you get to ask me one question, any question that you would like. I would say, uh, what's your philosophy or what guides your life? What guides my life? Um, Afternoon martinis. No. (laughs) (laughs) What guys my life that I I truly believe believe that if you really want to go out there and do something, you can go do it and don't give up. Regardless of whether you fail or not, go out there and do it again. Um, I've failed so many times throughout my careers and my life, but I've never let that get me down for more than the two minute rule that I call and brush your shoulders off and and really get back up and do something again. Um, I've mentioned this on on one of my last shows. Is if you would have asked me five years ago what I would be doing, I would have never in a million years thought I'd be sitting down interviewing people on a podcast, but yet here I am and one of the, the, the fastest growing podcasts in, in the area. So it's, it's very, very exciting. So I live by that. Mm-hmm. And I also live by, um, uh, helping others, building relationships, building a culture. So without the, like you said, without the relationships, you don't have anything. I don't care what business you're in. You got to have those relationships and they got to be meaningful. So there you go.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I love it. That's great. All right. So speaking of
0: Tim Ferris, a few times out of this, uh, podcast, um, but the rapid fire questions come out of my Tools of Titans book, and he has his rapid fire questions in the back. So you might be familiar with them or not, but we're going to go ahead and, and pick a few out, and then um, we'll go from there and wrap it up. All righty. Uh, do, 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 do. What is something really weird or unsettling that happens to you on a regular basis?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not sure at the moment I try to always live in the present and yeah. so try to be really mindful. Uh,
0: There's not something you always get that yeah. first parking spot. You don't like have uh, things that oh, happen to you all the time. Okay. That just- well,
1: I see something weird. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Something weird is that I always, uh, when I am parking somewhere in grocery store, whatever it might be, I always uh, like to pull into a spot and like pull through so that I can uh, easily pull out uh, when I'm done. And I think that's uh, just kind of my efficiency uh, mindset where like, I want everything to be as efficient as possible. <laughs>
0: there you go. All right. So uh, what topic would you speak about if you were asked to give a TED talk on something outside of your main area of expertise?
1: I would say uh, personal development, uh, -development, self-development, mortality, motivation. uh, All those things are uh, really near and dear to me. Uh, I'm kind of on top of the web stuff that I do.
0: When you think of the word success, who's the first person that comes to your mind and why?
1: Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, But that's kind of, I think, a... That's not a real great answer. I think there's a lot of people that are in the business realm or marketing realm are familiar with Gary V. Um, but I would say that to me, it's not the success from a monetary standpoint is more like the journey. So you got to love the journey uh, and then you'll kind of get the fruits of it uh, as you go. Um, but don't concern yourself with, I have to be making X amount of money or just concern yourself with the destination. Just enjoy the journey.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So let's wrap this up. Any, Ask or request from the audience in any last parting words.
1: I would just say that, uh, like I said before, can kind I of find out your why? To me, that's that's like huge, and uh, I talk about that a lot. Uh, and I think that can help anybody from whether it's personal relationships or business, uh, whatever it might be, uh, that it can really help you. And I guess also think about it this way. Like if next Monday was your last Monday on this earth, like how would you, how would you live that week? And I guarantee it would be way different than how you lived it last week.
0: Most definitely. CT, thank you so much for being on the show. Local first podcast. It was a pleasure having a conversation with you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me by searching Local First Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Also, head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave some comments. You also have the opportunity to request to have a guest or topic for Local First Podcast. For any of the books or resources talked about on these episodes, head over to localfirstpodcast.com. Click on the resources tab. I also want to thank... Exacta Corp for Studio One. Until next time, it's your host, Rob Kohansky.